Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. Everybody say, get your bounce back. You know, God will, God will put things and people in your way to, to, to get the spring back in your step again if you're listening. Not long ago, we, just a few weeks back, we, we had our, our, our kids and grandkids home from California for two weeks. And of course, they were staying with us. And, and one night, I was uh, little Rosie's three years old. And uh, boy, she was, we, Susan was getting the other two into bed and, and praying with them. And Rosie decided she was still awake. She was still on California time. <laughs> so Susan said, now, Rosie, you go in there and lay, sit down on the couch with Papa and lay your head. And, and go to sleep. And so Rosie came in and she got her blanket and she laid her head up on my lap or laid her head down. And I said, Rosie, here, let's turn you around and put your head down here on this pillow and you can put your feet up here on Papa. She said, no. Susu said, I'm supposed to lay my head on Papa's lap. And I said, all right, let's reverse it. I grabbed her feet, swung her around there. She laid her head on my lap. She looked up at me and she said, Papa, you so handsome. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, man. I felt like I was, Paul, I felt like I was 40 instead of 64, man. I'm like, my God, my muscles got bigger. My hair got prettier. Out of the mouth of babes, you've ordained truth. (laughs) There ain't nothing like a word in season to help you get your bounce back. And so Susan, she picked up on the anointing. She started calling me handsome papa. (laughs) Oh, bless Rosie, Lord. Hallelujah. Life will... It'll try to, it'll sure try to hit you sideways. It'll try to take the joy out, take the spring out of your steps. I don't know how far we'll get in this today. We may have to do this in two weeks. But I tell you what, it's, I believe God wants us to get our bounce back. And you've been through, somebody's been through some really hard times. You've been through, this, it's been a great year, but it's, it's also been a hard year in a lot of ways. A lot of things that you didn't see come and came. And uh, you've been through some hard times. But you know, if you come here very long, you'll find out that I get you to say things. And I know some of you are thinking, why do you do that? I just want to sit here and I don't want to say, you know, can you, Brother Sky, not only that, you know, I, sometimes I don't even know if I mean it and, and it's just coming from a head level. Well, let me tell you why I get you to say things. Let me tell you why. Because you know, understanding is important. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a motivator, getting understanding. Why do I get you to say things? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because everything on earth, everything, everybody say everything, on earth responds to faith. Now, I'm going to give you a minute let that sink in. Everything on earth responds to faith. Jesus taught us that. Jesus taught us that our voice is connected to our victory. 
But Brother Scotty, I come in here on Sunday and I'm tired. And it's been a rough week. And I don't feel like saying that. That's exactly why you need to say it. It's why I need to say it. You think I always feel like getting up here and doing what I do and saying what I say and declaring what I declare? I'm telling you, Jesus taught us that our voice is connected to our victory. And here is what I'm, this is why. Put the sound of your faith in your words. Now that's good preaching right there. Because saying, what's this? Saying puts us in a posture of alignment with what God is saying and doing. There is power in agreement. Amen? And so we're going to make some declarations, and I'm going to deviate for a moment from my, from my notes that you've got there and from the notes that, that you're following online, and that those of you that are watching online today, live streaming, uh, just bear with me and follow along. But uh, listen, I believe, as I, my heart was stirred last night as I began to put some more pieces of this puzzle together, about getting our bounce back, that we're going we're gonna to declare some things. And the reason we're going to declare some things is because it gets us in alignment with what God wants to do. And you can say, well, Brother Scotty, you know, it's just in my head. Well, here's what I've discovered. If you say something enough, even if it's in your head, you repeat it enough and it'll get in your heart. And then if it gets in your heart, it'll get in your life. Am I in live church this morning? You repeat something enough and it'll get down inside you. And then the next thing you know, you're going to be walking it out. So let's make five powerful declarations. And then I want to deviate for just a minute. Everybody say, I'm coming out of the corner. corner. How many of you heard that message a few weeks ago? Everybody say, I'm coming out of the corner. I'm on the steps. I'm breaking the mold. I'm getting my bounce back. And it's not too late. I want you to tell your neighbor it is not too late. I don't know how far we'll get in this today. We may get to that, but we'll see. But last night, boy, the Lord began to stir Isaiah 55. Spent a lot of time in Isaiah 54 in recent weeks, but Isaiah 55 began to spring alive uh, inside, inside my heart. And I believe... That part of getting our bounce back is that we're also coming into a place of increase. Okay. I'm just I'm watching who's, get, who's getting it. I said, I believe that's, that, that, that part of that is means we're coming into a place of increase. We're in a place of great increase in this house. And we saw, we thought, we saw things happen in June that were just, just amazing. But I believe we're coming into <clears throat> a place of increase. Let me, let me grab, grab your Bible there or get your phone out and get your Bible off of it and uh, follow me. And, and again, this is not in your notes. I apologize. I can't, get them, I can't get them out as quickly a lot of times as it comes to me. But let me read it to you in the New King James. Guys, I'll be in Isaiah 55 at verse 8, if you can pull that up back there. And then I'll, I'm going to read it to you also out of the message. But... Uh, uh, let me just read this to you. You've, you've heard it before, 
But I believe there's a fresh anointing on it today. Everybody say fresh anointing. God says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And then God begins to say, this is who I am, this is my nature, and this is why I declare things. Now, what did we just say? We said Jesus taught us that everything on earth responds to the voice. I believe the frequency of the words that we speak. I believe there's a freak. I believe faith has a frequency. Boy, we're walking in some deep stuff this morning already. I believe faith has a frequency. It has a sound to it. I mean, look at the fig tree. Look at the example of Jesus in the fig tree. I mean, look, it has a frequency. Now, God's about to say some things, and God's about to tell you some things about himself. He says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and it does not return there, in other words, it doesn't, it doesn't return there without doing something. It doesn't return there without doing something. But it waters the earth, and it makes it bring forth and do what? In other words, it brings increase. It causes it to flourish. It causes it to get blessed. And let me just insert this right now, right up front. Get it out there. You've heard it, but I'm going to say it again. We're talking about increase right now. Poverty is not a blessing. It is a curse. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there but waters the earth, makes it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Watch this, verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth where? From my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please or what I intend. It will accomplish, God is saying, it will accomplish my intended purpose for it. And it shall prosper, it shall prosper in the thing that I send it to. I want you to say with me this morning, my words will prosper where I send them. Now, I want you to stir yourself. Some of you have heard this and you've got, you've let it go, but I'm telling you, God told me last night, about 10 o'clock, he said, it's time again for my people to put their words to work. God said, this is my nature, my character, it's who I am. And when I speak, my words do not remain idle. They have a sound about them, a frequency about them. And I send them forth... And even while we as people 
because we're created in the image of God, Randy, even as we sleep, our words are still working. They are going forth and they are creating. I want you to say with me today, I am made. I am made in the image and likeness of God. My words have creative power. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it will prosper in the thing that I send it to, God is saying. You realize how important that is? Because I believe, listen, and here's the end result. God is leading us, and he is leading you out of captivity and into joy and peace. In fact, I want you to declare it. I'm coming out of captivity into righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Somebody help me in the house this morning. Act like you're excited, even if you're not, and it'll make you feel better. Man, this thing started stirring up on the inside of me. And I'm just now in the introduction, so this is probably going to be a two or three parter. Amen. You'll go, listen, he says, I, I am leading you out. I'm bringing you out of captivity. And my words are going to create an atmosphere where you're going to watch this in verse 12. You'll go out with joy and be led forth with peace. How many of you would like a greater measure of the joy in some of the things that you've walked into? God said you may walk in one way, but you're coming out another. He said, you may have gone in and there may have been strife and hurt and pain and difficulty and grief, but I'm telling you, if you'll let me, I'll bring you out with deliverance. You'll come out with joy. You'll be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. The tree, oh, I'm getting mixed. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. Shall break forth before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Think back with me. You can get so beat up and lose the spring in your step and lose the life that literally, when's the last time you ever looked at a tree and thought, clap your hands baby. Look at that. Look at that tree. Look at those mountains. Look at them glorifying my God. I'm telling you that will get the spring back in your step. Somebody say it's time. Come on, say it. It's time to get my bounce back. All the trees of the field will clap their hands. Watch this. Now listen, remember, this is all predicated upon the fact, God says, 
I'm going to send forth my word. I'm going to speak it. It's going to come out of my mouth. And when I do, I want you to watch what the results are. Instead, instead of the thorn, (laughs) she'll come up the cypress tree. I don't know about you, but I don't like briars. When I was a little boy back in the country, and we was raised out in the country, I had a cousin, he'd say, don't go out there, there's blars and stobs. <laughs> Brars and stobs. You get all scratched up and you get all beat up. But I'm going to tell you what, I am believing for a field that is green, fertile, blessed, and full of the, the, the blessing of Almighty God. And thorns and briars aren't going to come up anymore fruitful trees are the bible says those that are planted in the house of the lord are going to be like trees planted by the rivers of living water what's this they shall bring forth their fruit in season and whatever they do will be blessed and will prosper I declare it and I decree it and I release it in Jesus' name. And I declare and I decree by the anointing of God this morning that just as this house has come through seasons where it looked like there was no way and now it's come into a season to where we don't owe any man anything but to love him The same debt-free anointing that is on this house is on your life. I declare in Jesus' name, you are debt-free. You know, and at times I can feel some of this stuff. It's like, boy, the the religious spirits will come against that because they're thinking, Brother Scotty, you don't know how in debt I am. You don't know. I'm going to tell you what. We serve a great God. And if God can do it in this house, he can do it in your house. I want you to tell your neighbor, it's coming to your house. Man. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Wow. Everybody say, I'm coming out of the corner. I'm on the steps. I'm breaking the mold. I'm getting my bounce back. It's not too late. Listen to, now listen, listen to Isaiah 55 in the message. It says this, I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work. God's decree. God's decree is, for as, as the skies soar high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies... Watch this. And don't go back. And don't go back until they've watered the earth. 
doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. Now, I want you to declare with me this morning. Come on. My words will not come back empty-handed. Doing their work of making things grow and blossom. Producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment that I gave them. I believe with all of my heart and prophetically I want to release this today. And I can see right now we're not going to be able to get real deep in this message. How many of you will come back next week to help me get deeper into this message, all right? But I tell you, I've got to release this over us today. I believe that God wants to release a flood of his power and his provision. Not a trickle, not a stream, not just a river, but a river that is flowing outside of its banks of Increase. I said increase. Now, if you're visiting today, this is kind of different. I don't usually spend a lot of time doing this, but I've sent such a strong anointing and the hand of God on it. I've got to do it. Many times, what limits God in our lives is our own vision. Because, listen... You look at your life and you can't really see yourself doing that. You got some dreams, you got some things you want to do, but you know, you, look, you think about yourself and you can't see yourself doing it. I'm going to tell you what, we break that limited vision off of you today and we release the vision of Almighty God. Now, the great thing is we don't have to do this by ourselves. This morning, I want to release... Boy, I hope some of your hearts are getting stirred right now. I hope you're thinking deeply about some things with me. I hope that's what this is. I hope, I hope that's what I'm sensing is that you're thinking about some things in your life that need to be released, that need to be broken, that, that, that need to come to another level. Because I want us today to begin to release, elders, pastors, begin to release the angels assigned to increase. Into the fields. Now, last week, as we were talking about Ruth, and that's where we're still going to be talking about, but last week when we talked about Ruth, we, we said, you know, we believe that the, uh, the uh, reapers, the glean, those, in, those in, in the book of Ruth, are a type, an Old Testament type of New Testament angels. When Ruth went into that field, Boaz, who is a type of Jesus, tells the reapers, that lady right over there in that corner. I know there's a lot of them, but I'm talking about that one. Everybody say that one. 
you begin to drop handfuls on purpose for her. Somebody say handfuls on purpose for me. Not everybody said that. Handfuls on purpose for me. I believe they're a type of angels that are assigned. Brother Scotty, you getting mighty wild and radical today. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I tell you why. I serve a wild, radical, glorious God. And everybody look up here and hear this. Have we relegated Christianity to simply doing life and seeing things accomplished that can only be accomplished by our own work? Or are we going to believe that the same God who parted the Red Sea I am about to preach in this house today. Somebody better get ready. Have we decided, well, we're not going to talk about angels anymore. That's too radical. Well, excuse me, but in the book of Acts, the angels showed up and there was a whole lot of shaking going on. A little Jerry Lee Lewis anointing. And the walls began to shake and the prison doors were opened. The world, the culture was revolutionized because somebody believed that God could do some things that man could not do. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to pastor a church that only does what we're capable of doing in the natural. I will and you will be a part of a family that believes that God is going to show up, show out, show off, do some things in our lives that angels are still around. That miracles still happen. That God can make a way where there is no way. Let me tell you, we serve a big God, a supernatural God, a mighty God, a God of the turnaround. And I am declaring and I am decreeing that in this season, we shall once again, God is always going to have a people. And I believe with all of my heart, God is going to have a people who are not satisfied with what Robbie talked about this morning, just simply going through the motions. We get lulled into a place 
to where we don't really believe much anything anymore. We just live life, work, go to, you know, go to our job, go to our school, you know, live long enough, retire, die, and go be with Jesus. Well, I got news for you. I want miracles, signs, wonders, and everything God's got before I get there. I don't want them all getting up. We got a whole lot of living left to do. I want you to tell your neighbor this morning, get your bounce back. You got a whole lot of living left to do. But I prayed for healing 10 times, Brother Scotty, and I'm still not healed. Well, we're going to do it 11 and probably on the 11. Listen, they walked around the Jericho walls. And that's one of the reasons God said, keep your mouth shut. Don't say nothing. Because I know if you start talking, by the fourth time, you'll be like, who is this imbecile leading us around here? What kind of strategy is this? But I'm telling you, we serve a God who can make a way where there is no way. And I refuse to live my life simply believing for natural things that I can only do myself. I am going beyond myself. This church is going beyond itself. We're out in a hurley right now because we are stepping out beyond ourselves. We got a vision that is bigger than where we are. God has a vision for your life that is bigger than where you are right now. I'm going to say it again. God has a vision for your life that is bigger than where you are right now. And I declare this to you. They can retire you if they want to. They can say, I'm going to put you here if they want to. They can say, this is all you're going to get if they want to. But I got news for them. They do not have the final say and the final authority in your life. God does. I wish somebody would believe with me this morning. And I am declaring in Jesus' name, our God has the final say. Our God has the final say. That ornery boss does not have the final say in your life. Those people that think they have so much authority and so much much, uh, rulership, they, they don't have the final say. They don't get the last word. I want you to tell your neighbor right now, God's going to get the last word. And you can take it to the bank. Now, I am going to begin right now. And boy, I tell you, I know some of you visiting today. I am not going to apologize because you need it too. Even if you don't think you do. God's stirring you. In the name of Jesus, we are releasing the angels of increase to go into the fields, listen to this, to bring in a supernatural harvest on your behalf. Everybody say, in Jesus' name, name, we release release 
angels of increase to bring supernatural harvest into my life in Jesus' name. And I believe that God is also saying where access has been denied in the past, God is now saying access granted. Doors that have been closed are now going to be open. And new opportunities are coming into your life. Somebody say, I believe it. And let me tell you how I saw this last night. I saw, and I don't know if you call it an open vision, whatever you want to call it. But as I was meditating on this, I just saw, I saw angels with huge sickles. And they were sweeping across fields. And they were saying, wow, I got to do this first. Guys, can you pull up back there? Psalm, book of Psalms, 103, verse 20. So you'll know that I'm biblical in what I'm telling you. Psalm 103, verse 20. Give them a second, because I'm throwing all kind of curves at them this morning. Totally, totally going a different direction. Let me know when y'all got that, guys, if you will put it up. Psalm 103, verse 20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word. Watch this. What's the last part of the verse? I saw these angels thrusting huge sickles into the harvest fields. And they're saying, empower me by decreeing and releasing the word of God into your circumstance and into your situation. And this is what the Lord showed me. They don't have to rest and sleep. They're 24-7. Somebody say increase. I declare and I decree over you that God will not be bound by the limited plans of man. But that he will use you to bring forth an amazing demonstration of his glory. His power, his goodness is going to be demonstrated in this season, I believe, like never before. Tell your neighbor, it's a new season. I'm getting my bounce back. I'm coming out of the corner. I'm breaking the mold. I'm getting my bounce back. It's not too late. Say that again. It's not too late. It's not too late. Wow. How many of you know that there are things in your life that are yet to be released? 
that you are not experiencing right now and in the natural may seem and feel like, how in the world could that ever happen? Boy, I know I'm in the right house this morning. I believe that there's going to be a, a, a manifestation of some things that, that are going to be so amazing and so powerful and so glorious that God is not going to be bound anymore by the lack and limitation and those that would try to come against you and put themselves in a place to where they are stopping the plan of God. I'm telling you, you don't have to fight with them. Just release the words of God into your atmosphere and into your place and begin to watch what God's going to do. All right. I, I can't, if, I, if I start teaching this message, we'll have to be here another hour and a half, and I'm not going to do that because I know people's attention span. Somebody say thank you. All right. We get them new chairs now? Some of y'all are going to start praying against them new chairs. No, seriously. I just sense in my spirit that it's time for a release. No more bound by the spirit of lack, insufficiency, limitation. No more limiting God. I said no more limiting God. Listen, I'm sensing... Amen. people in here today are coming into a new season. And transition can feel awkward. It, it can feel, you know, uncertain because you do things year after year after year in a certain way, but I'm telling you, there is an anointing on transition right now. And I'm telling you, amen, there's an anointing on it. And you're getting, you, you think what am I going to do? Let me tell you, you're going you're gonna to fulfill the will of God in your life like you've never fulfilled it before. I'm telling you, you're coming in to a new place, a new season where things are going to happen, I believe, at, a, at, a, at a, an amazing rate. And I am just releasing and declaring that there are going to be things that happen overnight. Things, doors that weren't open when you go to sleep, you're going to get up the next morning and something will have happened that literally access is granted. And so there, there's just so many things happening that God is stirring. But I'm going to tell you, listen, you've got to start thinking differently than you've been thinking. Limiting your life to only the natural Folks, we still serve a supernatural God. 
who does supernatural things in a supernatural way. Who makes a way where there is no way. Now, I want you, if you're believing for some things, you're ready to get your bounce back. You're ready to look at some trees and see them clapping their hands. You're ready to see the hills break forth. Get some joy. Let me ask you. Don't answer this out loud, but just think with me. When's the last time you were happy? Amen. Think about it with me. When's the last time you had joy in your life? If life gets to be a drudgery, to where every day's the same, and you just going through the motions, I declare that there is a release in this house that literally your eyes are going to be enlightened and the trees of the field are going to clap their hands and the mountains are going to break forth into singing. And I'm not talking about being giddy and goofy. I am talking about a supernatural release of the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. I said a supernatural release of the joy of the Lord that is your strength. But you begin to think different. You begin to see different. And out of that, you begin to talk different. I'm waiting for somebody to say that is good preaching, Brother Scotty. Bring it. How many of you are ready to release angels of increase into those harvest fields? And it's not just about money. It's about so much more. But I'm telling you, I saw them, I see them, and I release them into your life. I declare a debt-free anointing. Is in us and on us and breaking forth for the purposes of Almighty God so that God can be glorified. We have a work to do. I declare in Jesus' name as we start this new campus. I, I just, I just in, in faith, I just prophesy that by this time next year, not going to owe, we're not, we don't owe much anyway, nothing right now, but by this time next year, we won't owe a penny out there. They've given it to us for a year. Just do what you got to do. But I'm telling you, we'll have that thing paid off before anything's ever owed. Boy, I wish somebody would just let me know they're just standing with me this morning. A lot of us perish in our daily walk because we do not have a vision. More than corporately, more than corporately, that scripture applies to us individually. Without a vision, what happens? The people perish. You got to have a vision for your life. You've got to have a vision of seeing yourself. And I declare in Jesus' name, we're coming into a new place. I said, we're coming into a new place. We're coming into a new place. How many of you are ready? 
Everybody in this house that's believing in some way, and in the balconies too, watching online too, you know you're tied to a kingdom purpose. You know you are. Boy, don't miss next week. I'm going to get into this a whole lot deeper as we talk about these five things, about getting our bounce back, and especially talking about it's not too late. But how many of you know that there are kingdom things in your life that have to do with your life that are going to require greater resources and greater opportunities than you have right now? Would you lift your hand for Brother Scotty? I want you to stand up. You know that the ministry that you're, that you're called to, that you're associated with, in order for it to happen, and in order to fulfill the call of God and the plan of God that's on your life, it's going to require you coming into greater increase in order to do it like you want to do it, like you've seen yourself doing it. See, I've seen us doing things. I've seen all of us doing things. I've seen us coming to a place. I I encourage you to do this. Begin this week. Listen to these words on podcasts. Then begin to meditate in Isaiah 55. Because God will show you things out of that, Coach, that he hadn't... That, that I haven't even said. I guarantee you, when I, was, when I was reading Isaiah 55 today, there were things that you saw by the Spirit of God Amen. that are going to totally revolutionize some things for you because that's the way the Spirit of God is. You won't just get what the preacher's saying. You'll get more. Listen to these words. Meditate in Isaiah 55 and then begin to decree them. I'm telling you, I am telling my angels, our angels, I am, I'm saying, go forth. Angels of increase, thrust in the sickle. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Angels of increase, go forth in Jesus' name. If you can get people out of a physical prison, you can get people out of a financial prison. That's a word from God. If you can get people, if you can get people in bondage, totally redeemed and set free so that there is no power over them any longer in any area like you did in the Scriptures, when you healed the lame and you healed the blind and you caused the dumb to speak and the deaf to hear, then you can do it today as well. In the name of Jesus right now for every person standing, angels of increase go forth into the harvest fields. We decree a tsunami a tidal wave of the blessings of Almighty God shall be released into the hearts and into the lives of people. Right now, in Jesus' name, fresh vision is being imparted and implanted into your life. 
I said, begin to be open right now to fresh vision that is coming. I said, it is being stirred. You're going to get a bounce back to your vision. You're going to believe some things can happen again. Some things that have fallen by the wayside are once again going to be stirred. God is moving by his spirit. His word is being released. Glory is being released. Power is being released. A fresh understanding is being released. Things are happening in the realm of the spirit right now to those that are open. And Father, I thank you that in the power of the Holy Spirit, we release corporately into this house and individually into the lives and people who are listening and watching a fresh vision of the greatness of our God. A great vision of the power of our God. A great vision of the resources that are going to be made available as people come into this new place and into this new time and into this new season. I cast the spirit of heaviness off of people's hearts and lives right now in the name of Jesus. I cast out that spirit of discouragement and I break its power and its authority in Jesus' name. Once again, your love is about to be poured out in ways that we've never experienced before. We're going to come into a deeper personal relationship with you than we've ever known before. We're going to see things we haven't seen before. We're going to prophesy things we haven't said before. We're going to experience the glory of God like never before. And Father, I just thank you and I praise you right now that there is a breaking forth. And I remind us Everybody in this house, once again, Father, your desire is to not just release a trickle, a stream, not just a river, but a flood of increase that shall overflow its banks and shall carry us with it into that place that you have designed for us. Father, I thank you that we're coming out and taking the limits off. That we are those who are called by your name who shall experience you in these ways. And you shall be glorified. I said you shall be glorified. You shall be glorified. I want us just to lift up our hands right now and say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, everybody say it. Begin to just say, yes, Lord. I say yes to everything you want to do in my life. I say yes, Lord, to everything you want to manifest. I say yes, Lord, to everything that you want to cause to happen. I say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Father, we say yes, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name. We declare and we open ourselves to you and we say to you, precious Father God, orchestrate the years of our lives. Did you hear that, church? Lord, be the orchestra conductor for the years of our life and the years of our lives that shall be established on planet Earth. Direct our path our coming and our going, our doing and our being.
Let us not be so locked into our ways that we cannot hear the sound of your voice. Oh God, it is not too late. Orchestrate the years of our lives, our decisions, where we go and what we do and what we say and everything that we undertake. Oh Father God, we surrender to your Lordship this day. We surrender to your plans and to your purpose. Have your will. Have your way. Thank you that you are a good God. You have told us your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Take us into, oh God, your higher ways. Take us into your higher thoughts. Thank you for your plans and your purpose, Lord. We trust you. And we declare this day, have your will. Have your way. Thank you, Father God. I declare and I decree this day that we are coming into great favor. I said favor, church. We're coming into great favor. We're coming into a new wave of favor. As the sickle is thrust in, great waves of favor. What looks like a setback is simply going to be a setup for you to come in to a greater place of favor. What looks like a setback is simply a setup for you to come into a greater place of favor. Somebody say, I receive it. Father, I thank you. And I tell you, church, I see us. The strong hand of God is on us individually and and, and corporately. We're going to be able to impact more people than we have ever impacted ever before. I'm telling you, you're going to find yourself coming into a place where literally everywhere you go, everything you say and everything you do, God's going to open doors for you to change lives. Oh, it's so hard for me not to want to preach this. I'll get into it next week. Don't miss next Sunday. But I'm telling you, we are beginning this day by making decrees and we're going to get our bounce back in our lives. We're going to realize we are a blessing looking for a place to happen and somebody is looking for what you've got to say and the anointing of God that is on your life. Whether it's the grocery store or the beauty shop, or where you get your hair cut, or Walmart, or Home Depot, or wherever you are, I'm telling you, you're coming into a place. I release an anointing for new businesses. God's going to show you creative ways to make money. Yeah, I said money. We We don't have to be afraid of money. God's going to show you creative ways. Your businesses are going to be blessed. You're going to find new ways, and ministry's going to come out of it. I'm just telling you, He's going to show you property to buy. He's going to show you people to partner with. He's going to give you a word. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is going to be in every aspect of your life, in everything that you do. But I'm telling you, God is doing great things right now to those that have ears to hear. 
Now I want everybody to say with me this morning, thank you, Lord. I have ears to hear. I have eyes to see. My vision is increased. I'm walking in a new place. Thank you, Lord. Thanks again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at lifechurchmobile.com.